Yo, what is up? Sorry I've not been super um, active on here. Just a lot of stuff going on at the minute, you know. Crazy world that we live in nowadays. But yeah, lockdown 2.0. It is now coming up to, it's the end of February basically, 2021. Wild. <sighs> Madness. Obviously, it's for... Oh, you know what's going on. You've been living a life. But, ah, oh, so I'm just out for my little walk. It's now coming up to, uh, just gone nine o'clock. And I've only done about 8,000 steps today. Just started a cut at the start of, like, yesterday. Um, so, yeah, just thought I'd come out and get a few more steps in. And it's funny, isn't it? Like, human mindset and human nature is so funny. Because before the walk, I was, like, uh, sitting down watching TV. So I just had dinner, and I was like, ah. Oh, I can't be asked, but I know I need to get my steps in. I'm like, but I can't be bothered. But you get out and it's beautiful. Like this week, this last kind of the, the previous week just gone, the weather's been fantastic. Like it's been beautiful, you know? You get the first kind of few just like really spring days. And coming off the back of last week when it was like minus four, it's just insane and it just it makes such a difference. But obviously it's a beautiful evening. It's nice and, I say warm, because I've got a coat on, I don't need a coat, I could probably be here in just my hoodie. But you know, it's just that really nice like spring evening. And you get out, obviously get that, pass that pre-anxiety, get your shoes on, get out walking and it's just beautiful. And you might hear some like water because I'm walking down by, I'm on, well on the River Thames, but at Brentford Lock. Um, it's long story short, me and my uh, missus broke up and yes, I moved out, I'm living with a friend in Brentford at the minute, moving back to my old place in Clapham at the weekend. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's crazy how things can change in the space of a couple of weeks, like a few months. It's just, yeah, insane. Um, but I guess that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today and really wanted to go over and it kind of goes back to what I said at the start of this episode about human nature and kind of perspective. And I think your perspective and how you perceive the world determines everything, literally everything. And now what I mean by that is, obviously, if you look at everything from kind of a glass half full, if you ever look at everything negatively, you're going to have a real difficult and challenging probably life because everything's almost fighting against you whereas if you then flip that and you look at everything quite positively you can kind of float through and and I think there's actually a happy medium because you can not necessarily be too positive as such so I just looked up and the moon is just beautiful it's a really clear evening um, but you can be too positive as you can be too negative. Like there is a very happy medium because there is a lot of shit that goes on in this world where if you kind of are too positive and you're always looking for, the, and you always expect, sorry, the best from people, it, you can just get burnt. Because unfortunately, a lot of people are just assholes. <laughs> a lot of people are not, do not have your best interest at heart. Um, and it is, it is one of those things, you can just, 
you can get burned and unfortunately some people do just take advantage of people who just expect good things from everybody but now that wasn't exactly what I wanted to kind of talk and that was almost like a little bit of a tangent but it kind of was that so obviously mindset and perspective and what I will say is your mindset so I'm sure going on some um, stones but you can cultivate your mindset you can create this well, not this, but you can create your perspective to an extent. And now, great example of this is obviously my situation right now. Just gone through this kind of this breakup with my girlfriend, so kind of just trying to condense this whole thing into just a short and snappy sort of podcast. So it's like we've had our issues for a little while, trying to work through them, you know, and it's. I'm going fantastic. Friend of mine, obviously, we have a dog and we've brought a place together. And there's, there's a lot of factors. We're quite entwined in each other's lives. Anyway, so start of February, I was just like, look, I'm going to shoot away for, um, for a week or so and just kind of get my head straight about what it is that I want in my future. And like how this kind of factors into that. And I, I know you might be kind of saying me like a bit selfish or whatever, but... Yeah, I mean, to an extent, obviously my girlfriend agreed with me, she's like, yeah, you kind of do, and this isn't me taking control like this, it was more a case of we sat down, we were just chilling in bed talking, because there's no bitterness there, it's very amicable still, like, we're still just, like, really good mates, I think that's one of the biggest issues, it was just, like, we're very just good friends, um... And there's a lot that she was trying to kind of change like me and yeah there's a lot that comes into it but we kind of sat down and i was like what we need to do is i need to kind of take myself out of this environment because while i'm in this environment or when you're in a certain environment you get kind of you have like a cultivated mindset i would say so because i was in that environment where we've got a dog got this and everything's kind of familiar and i've got my routine and it's hard to think outside of that. It's hard to take yourself out of that position and then think about life outside that because you're just in that bubble. And so that's what I said. So I went back and I stayed at my parents for a few days and I came and came to my friend who's in Brentford and I stayed at his. Um, and then also when you're just away and you're able to talk to other people and you're able to think clearly on whatever situation it is that you're involved in, and you don't have any of that kind of pressure, the bias from those kind of people that are involved in that bubble, it's good, it gives you the opportunity. Now, I'm not saying that if you're in there and you've got like a whole family and stuff, just to run away because, or to run away for a week, because yeah, it'd be difficult. And again, I think this is one of the things that my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend, sorry, and I spoke about was, when it came into this, we were just like, look, do we have this now? And do we set, do we part ways now when we're not super involved like in each other's lives? Yeah, obviously we've got the flat and obviously you've got the dog and stuff, but it's quite easy to sort that out. Or do we stay together? And who knows? In like five years' time, we've got kids and that, and then we realise we had the great opportunity then. And do we and just get annoyed that we just waited, waited, not wasted because. I think time is wasted as such, but when we had the opportunity, we'd probably look back and be like, oh, we should have just had that opportunity. We should have just done it then. 
But anyway, so I've gone through this kind of high period. I got back and I was like, we, we had this conversation. We both just agreed it was for the best. And so obviously I left. And I think breakup, breakups are always hard. No matter what your, who you are, no matter what situation it is, breakups are super fucking hard. Especially when you've been living with your partner for however long and, and all of this. Like one of the hardest parts, or probably not even one of them, but the hardest part of any breakup, I think it's that lack of companionship. Obviously I moved out, my whole routine changed because I'm in a whole new place. Like nothing of mine, nothing in this place is like familiar to me. I'm in my friend's house and it's, it's a struggle. And then obviously the biggest thing again is like I said, is that companionship. Like you don't have that person there anymore. And even if you're not like in this super loving relationship, okay, now speak English, wait. Um, if you're not even in a super like loving and companionful relationship, it's, it is still nice to have that person there. It's almost like a, an emotional security. It's that emotional safety net that you know no matter what, you've got someone that you can rely on. And I think when you come out of a relationship, one of the hardest things to try and break is that want to go back and just latch back onto that companionship and that's kind of what you've got to kind of fight against and it's quite funny I think after kind of like a week and every relationship has been like this that I've been through is that after about a week you, you forget all the bad things don't you and you just think about the good things oh do you remember on the holiday there or we're doing this or <laughs> she do this and do something and German you're lying in bed and you're just like alone and you think about the little times and like tickle your back or whatever <laughs> and and you just sit you're like oh fuck's sake and um and you almost like forget about the bad things <laughs> and then because I did obviously not with my my ex girlfriend now but one of one of my first like probably like real girlfriends I say like ex question exclamation mark fucking question marks whatever um <laughs> I remember that when we got back together and I was like, we literally were together about a day and then she just, obviously it was still exactly the same person. Kicked off about, I was like, oh no, what have I done? Like, why? I forgot about it, like, and you forget until, obviously it happens again and you're like, oh shit, I remember this one. But anyway, so gone got a bit of a tangent, again. Um, but yeah, so cultivating mindset. So one of the biggest things is, I find when it comes to mindset and when it comes to, especially if you're in this kind of like real emotional time that you can be in, which obviously breakups are, is you need to sit down and you need to think about how would you speak to one of your friends? Like take yourself out of the situation that you're in and talk to yourself like you're talking to a friend. Because nine out of ten times, the way you would talk to a friend is so different from the way you talk to yourself. And actually, this is so relevant to all factors of life. Especially with that internal self-talk. Because a lot of people get so negative and so vicious to themselves. Like, you'd never talk to your friend like that. But then at the same time, I think it's good to kind of speak to yourself from like this third person of like rationality. So like look in the mirror and talk to yourself like as if you're actually speaking to someone and just say look I'm really trying to try and take the emotion out 
of the situation. And one, a really good book for this as well, um, that really goes over this, is The Chimp Paradox. And it's basically saying that in your mind you have this rational human and this emotional chimp. So whenever you have those moments when you just become super emotional, like when someone cuts you off on the roundabout and you just want to lose your shit and just go wild and get really angry, like that's obviously your emotional side. That's your, that's your chimp just going fucking wild. When you have those, any moments when you get that flare of whatever emotion it might be, whether it be positive or negative, you get that, that emotion is your chimp. And the whole idea of the chimp paradox is about basically giving you ways, giving you strategies to control that chimp. But the first thing, the biggest thing of all of it is becoming conscious and becoming aware that you have that chimp and that that chimp needs controlling. Because a lot of the issues with it is really same as an alcoholic. Until that alcoholic or that drug addict or that whatever actually accepts that they have an issue, you're never gonna over you're never they're never gonna overcome the issue. And I guess it's exactly the same as this. If you don't actually think you have a chimp, then you're never going to help, you're never going to be able to tame that chimp. So now and this is kind of one of the biggest things that's helped me go through what I'm going through or go through what I've been through. Because I think I always find it's that kind of first month is the hardest part. <clears throat> but... But yeah, so that, that first month is always like the hardest part. And... A lot of the ways that I deal with the hardest part... Oh, again, speaking to other people, like just chatting to people. Trying to stay, not busy as such, but just trying to not spend too much time just sitting on your own just dwelling in your thoughts like if you are sitting alone dwelling in your thoughts like read a book just do something to keep yourself kind of preoccupied because again if you're just sitting there stuck into like your thoughts and stuff fuck no that's just just downward that's just a dangerous position to be in isn't it um again like I said speak to yourself point of rationality, like a third person point of rationality, because again I just find that something, it just helps take the emotion out and then helps you see quite clearly exactly what it is that is going on, whereas if you just kind of get lost in your emotions, get lost in your thoughts, then you can end up in a world of trouble. <laughs> um, And again, not on this as well, it's speak to a variety of people. So don't only speak to like your close friends who are going to think positive. Like, I think it's good to also look within yourself. Look within yourself, see how you were feeling. And almost become very self-analytical. So now I kind of went to say about speaking to other people. Well, actually, fuck that. Fuck that, guys. Become self-analytical and really kind of read your thoughts, your thoughts your feelings and this is one thing I find like don't get me wrong I've always thought I was quite in touch with myself but it's only when you come out of a situation that you realise how out of touch with yourself you actually could have been obviously 
my life has always been like boxing has been being a like being a personal trainer, being an online coach, like helping people achieve their God, that is what I do, that's what I do. And I've always said that I love doing it. Yeah, obviously, don't get me wrong, like COVID's been tough because a lot of my income does come from my face to face. And I love, I absolutely love that. And yeah, we've obviously, my online business has built quite, quite a lot with everything that's been going on with COVID. But at the same time, you still take that Everything, everyone's taking a bit of a financial hit, um, especially in my industry. Um, and then as a result, coming off that, it's like sitting there and just getting pressure from, from my, my ex, my ex being like, oh, you need to get a job now, you need to do this. And, and I was sitting there like almost like doing recruitment days and doing this assessment and having all these conversations with people I didn't know it's fucking interesting. Like, tell people about going so like don't be wrong I think now with the age that I'm at it does kind of excite me because I just love fucking I love winning I love winning like so you give me a target you give me a goal and you say go and get that like if someone to be like right we need to get X Y Z that is a one part of sales that I love like just get, get getting the target being having a step like I kind of love that because I know from first experience that you get given a KPI, you, 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 you've, given me, you've been given those targets for a reason. If you set yourself to overachieving on those targets, you will get results. And now that is the same in anything, in kind of training, in like obviously I've got my background in professional boxing, training, nutrition, anything like that. All those things that you get such a return on the investment you put into your time from all of those things. Don't get me wrong, you do get that kind of negative bit at the end of it, it's probably the same as that, like, you've just got to work the rest of your life. Fucking appointment, you're not going to spend any time building like a relationship or building a family and that, yeah. You're just going to spend any time at work. But anyway, again, stand up what I'm saying is, have this like that is one part of probably sales that I'd love and, and I have really started get I've really enjoyed sales as I've gotten older, I've got mature, I've got wiser. And it's one thing that I didn't like when I was younger, but again you can teach yourself things. You not teach yourself, but you can invest in people to help you learn those skills, master those skills. Don't be wrong, there's parts of there's parts of that kind of corporate life that I do like the, the idea of. But it'd be a very specific thing that I'd want to go into if I was ever to do that and that would be literally like being a proper like being a proper suit. I don't know the idea of that is just being like proper sea sticker up in central London, like getting out there just just getting big wins. Like that side of thing and just going out there striving to achieve. Striving to overachieve on targets and so as a result then you start pulling in with like that side of thing I do like the idea of thinking wrong. That does excite me. But at the same time, I love what I do. So I wouldn't want to sacrifice that. And the issue with this whole thing was, is I wouldn't do that because I wanted to do that. I was doing that because my missus was kind of pushing me to do that. Or, or put, not pushing me, putting a fucking awful lot of pressure on me to do that. And again, like, when it comes down to it, when you look at your life, 
You didn't think about where you're going to be in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. When you're in that bed. When you went, when you're in that bed, when you're back, you need to sit down. You need to be at peace with yourself. You feel like I lived the life that I wanted to live. Not, I lived the life of fucking John or Mary down the road, or do you know what I mean? Don't be wrong, I understand if you've got something like a family and what you're doing is not putting enough bread on the table for you to fully support your family. Yeah, that's a whole different ballgame. I'm not in that position. <laughs> and I was never that, and this is one thing that I didn't understand as well, is because obviously got savings, got loads of stuff, so I was never like I would not been able to pay for the mortgage. But again, this is, this is this is only one small element of of this breakup. But one thing I will say is mindset can be cultivated. You can go for well, a very very good book on a very good quote actually from a fantastic book, a Man Search for Meaning by Victor Frankl. And what it says there is, you can survive. The harshest house if you've got a strong enough wine. And so what that is basically saying is if you have a good enough strong enough wine, you can this day anything. Literally anything. These guys are our shit So he's literally going from hell every single day. But the biggest thing on this is the fact that you have that work, you have that connection, you can do anything. But it's cultivating your mindset to kind of identify the factors that you want. That makes no sense, I totally fucking get that. I'm not even gonna lie, I'm probably, I'll have to listen back to this. Because I've just been kind of walking and waffling. <laughs> and I've no idea what this is even going to sound like. If what I said made any sense. Or if I was almost just like voicing my opinion. Because sometimes you just kind of, it's good to just talk. Like, head, isn't it? So I'd probably just, <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to this back and Good night, God bless.